name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. I do not hide my opinion that as a species, we are getting softer and softer. Okay, I'm not one of these like tough, toughen up, hard, it's, but we're getting softer. Okay. We're, we're so um, sensitive to everything. We're just, we need more and more protection. We need more and more technology. I argued in my book, Six Truths, that if we, we don't want to be like thick skinned where we don't feel anything, but I think a, a move to get thicker, to not be so soft. And, and, and all this is by way of me leading into this major point that I want to open this week's episode uh, with. And by this week, I mean the first one in about a month I just noticed. Last one I did was on my birthday. That's how much I love you guys. I recorded one on my birthday. Uh-huh. But this is the important point. Lemon heads, one of the great candies of all time. Sweet tarts, one of the great candies of all time. Now are chewy lemon heads and chewy sweet tarts. So we're so soft as a species that we need to soften up the candy that we're eating. What in Who decided that chewy sweet tarts was a morally correct thing to do? No, I'll tell you who did. Nobody did. It was just like, well, I guess we have to assess the human species. And if they get bent out of shape by a word, then I guess we're going to have to chew up the lemon heads because those are too hard for people's softy jaws. I'm assuming that's what happened. But has the next generation's like softness like extended to their chewing style? I didn't want to say next generation. I shouldn't even, that's not even fair. That's my generation. It's it's weird. Anyways, I just it's very sad. I'm in the I'm in the checkout stand and I look down and I'm like, Lemonheads, that's old school. I might oh no, it's chewy. Hey, guess what's coming up soon? My book, Ultra Running for Normal People, Life Lessons Learned on and Off the Trail. I'll link it up. If you, like I said last time, if you're gonna order it anyways. Order it now. It's out in like a, two weeks. I'm very excited. You know what I'm doing? Shorts on YouTube. Never done it before. And I was like, oh, throw up some shorts. Actually, the publisher was like, you should throw up some shorts. So if you haven't been to my YouTube channel, go check those out and subscribe while you're there. Why would you? Why wouldn't you? Um, but little training tips and just kind of, if you're if you're toying with the idea of like, yeah, that's, I could never do that, but that'd be kind of interesting. You totally can. And it is interesting. So that's the book. Mm. And um, pretty excited about it. Oh, on that note, and I will link to it in the show notes, by the way, but I'm going to be in Colorado from the 6th through the 9th of February, 2024. I will link, I have three events, Edwards, Colorado, Denver, Colorado, Boulder, Colorado, and um, book signing, book things. And then on the February 15th, on the February 15th, uh, a book launch at Healdsburg Running Company in Healdsburg. My buddy Skip Brand is hosting me and hopefully some people who are going to show up, right? Wouldn't that be nice? Um, at the Healdsburg Running Company on February 15th. All that stuff is on my site, SidGarzaHelmet.com. Okay. All right. Great. Thanks. He's in show notes. He's check the show notes. Thanks to everybody who Patreons me. One more thing. For some reason, well, I know kind of, if you guys have heard of Ocean Robbins, He's uh, pretty big, and they emailed me out of the blue. I didn't even know who they knew who I was and invited me on the show. I did it. I did the podcast, um, and and I think as a result of that, or at least partially a result of that, people have joined my Small Steppers online program, 12 weeks. So it's kind of killing it. Did a live q and It was really fun. But for you guys, I'm offering a special, uh, actually on my intensive also, but it's uh, 10% off. So New Year's 10, 
I'll put that in the show notes. You've entered New Year's 10 when you're signing up for the small step, uh, the 12-week program online. Or if you want to explore the intensive, you go to smallstepintensive.com and you sign up for a free little chat with me to find out what it's all about. And on that chat, you can mention that it's 10% off, which is substantial. Sorry, but it is. Actually, I'm not sorry. I don't care. I don't care. Now, that's the title of this episode. The truth is, I do care. Um, but I put it as a title and so then I was like, well, I guess I got I can't change it. I don't even know how to edit on Microsoft Word. You know, like once you type something on Microsoft Word, there's no way to change it. It's there. I tried to put liquid paper on the screen. That didn't help at all. Here's what I'm exploring and do constantly. Now, I was a philosophy major. Okay, I got my bachelor's degree in philosophy. And once out of every three and a half weeks, I go, maybe I would have doubled, maybe if I do it again, I'd double major in psychology. But the real thing I would have double majored in, just a side note, would be physics. If I, if, I, if I did it again, and I'm not gonna, but if I did it again, I would do physics, philosophy. Wouldn't that just be an absolute stellar double major, both sides of that coin? You know what I'm saying? But given the work that I do now, psychology is peripherally interesting to me. And here's, here's why. Because as a species, we have this weird thing, and we may not be the only ones. It's just that we're the only ones that I know about that we can care about something and or not care about something put it that way and and feel like we care about it it's just weird and i think there is a ton of power by the way in in a decision of what you care about and what you don't care about just in general <clears throat> in fact it was one of my the truth i'm not even six truths has been out a while i'm just saying this was one of the things how long i've been thinking about it we can care we can we can say i don't care about that but we do now, what happens to most people is that because we feel like we care about it, we get swept up in caring about it, even if it's something that we don't care about. Now, the reason why psychology is interesting to me is because why we feel, why we may feel like we care about something that we consciously, rationally say, I actually don't care about that thing. But why it's interesting is because psychology can say, well, here's why you feel like you care about it. You can say, well, your parents, or you can sort of explore the context. And it is interesting. And I am not anti-psychotherapy at all. Quite the opposite. It provides a context. However, in my work, I don't explore those things. Firstly, because I'm not a, I'm not a psychologist and not a psychotherapist and have no interest in terms of what I do, which is to move people forward based on what they decide they do care about. That's, a, that's kind of one way to frame the work that I do is in, in spite of how you may feel or not feel about a certain subject, what do you choose to care about? And I don't care what age you are, we can make that decision. What are you choosing to care about? But what's again, what's interesting to me is when you make that decision, the residual feeling that could be because you're the way you were raised or what, there's other things at play. And again, I feel like that's a very, very valuable thing to explore to say, oh, well, that's why I give a shit about that is because my dad, you know, said this when I was seven and it's kind of stuck with me. And therefore I feel I'm, I get bent out of shape about this thing. But now at 47 and three quarters, because you still count that way, which is weird because usually you just do that when you're 12 and then you kind of let that go. But you're 47, three quarters and you go, you know, I don't care. Like, here's the things I care about. Here's the things that are important to me. And I don't care about this thing. And no matter how many times you tell yourself in that moment, I do not care about this thing, you feel like you care about it. It's, it's, it's housed somewhere in your body. And again, often that feeling that's there drives 
our actions. So we can say, I don't care about it. We feel like we do and we act like we do. And that's the conflict that, by the way, I help people resolve, but that is the conflict. And I don't help them resolve it in the sense that I don't resolve it for them, but I have tools to help them resolve those two things. One of them, and this is going to sound a little harsh, but again, here's the sort of hardening necessary, I think, to live a good life, which is you move forward in spite of how you feel. And if you don't think this relates to, by the way, how people eat or how people do or do not get off the couch to exercise, I don't feel like exercising, you do it anyways. This harkens back to the uh, the feelings episode I did, the feeling question um, a while ago, because it so much populates the work that I do in, in the classes that I teach. It is, it is, is, first of all, separating those two things, because I think they're mutually exclusive, and also recognizing, in other words, what we decide to care about and what we feel like we care about, those are mutually exclusive. But the good news is that the feeling that we have and the decision that we make eventually do reconcile if you continue moving in the direction that you choose to move in most of the time. Remember the mot, right? Most of the time. And getting to know yourself in that process such that sometimes, and this is where it gets like extra complicated and probably psychology is super helpful in this regard, but let's say you, um, you don't feel like exercising and you exercise anyways and you feel good about it. And then you, another day you don't feel like exercising and you exercise anyways, you feel good about it. But there's a point at which there, and this is just becomes better and better as you continue to move your life forward in this regard. There could be a day where you don't feel like exercising for a reason. And that's because you're too tired and you shouldn't exercise on that day. And that's the subtle weirdness of, and the long ongoing work that it is to live a good life because in at least putting yourself forward and saying, okay, I decide, I, I, you know, I choose to care about exercise, about self-care in the exercise realm, let's say, and regardless of how I feel, I'm going to go ahead and exercise. That puts you in a place of awareness. It puts you in a place of engagement. And in theory, if you do it in a, an effective way, uh, which is, by the way, not to get sunk into the data and the this and the that and the f- hands on the, you know, I'm checking my pulse. and you know, it, But if you actually do it in a way that is, I'm going to do it in this way to take care of myself, I'm going to pay attention to how I feel for real, you start to identify those days where you don't feel like exercising simply because it's just, there's no real reason other than a habit of not exercising. But then on another day, you don't feel like exercising and you know why, because you've gotten to know yourself and go, I'm not, I don't feel like exercising today because I didn't sleep well, because I've been super stressed at work, because I haven't been eating well. So let me get those things, you know, those ducks in a row, and then I'll sort of push through the not feeling like it because I've had a habit that way. So it is over time, if that makes sense, it gets better. It gets better and it gets easier. The habit of self-care that includes making a tough decision that you care or don't care about something in spite of how you might feel or not feel about it is it is a, is a tough game. And by the way, never a game that is discussed in any kind of diet or quick fix model, by the way. And I will say as, as much as I'm not against psychology, like the opposite, I'm a huge fan. However, I have worked with people sort of deep in the psychology thing where eventually they go... I, uh, do I have to revisit the reasons for this? Like for the 700,000th time, like I know why I have tendencies in that regard. Like for me personally, like I know I have tendencies to militancy. I know that I, I, I have it. I've dialed it in for years. I know that that's what that is. 
And so I just make consistent effort to avoid militancy. By the way, sometimes in total conflict to how I might feel in the moment. And sometimes I just go consciously in the other direction just to derail that feeling. But I don't really need to discuss anymore or discover anymore why I have uh, a tendency toward militancy. I know why it's there. That's not interesting to me anymore. My interest is how do I move forward? How can I move my clients forward? How can I move people forward that I teach? How can they exist in a world that for a while is going to be a conflict between how they feel in a moment and what they know in a moment? And that's just a, it's just a, it's just nuts. And I've had a few tough months in the um, at the resort. Not going to go into why, but I have been liberated by a repeated statement in my head. I feel like I care, but I so do not care about this one thing that has been stressing me out. Now, has it been waking me up or have have I been waking up at three in the morning stewing about it? You bet your ass. And this is the sort of, there's no woo-woo. Like, if you just do this, man, it's all going to go away. It's all, you're just going to stop caring about it, feeling like you care about it. No. But the process begins. And if we think that we're going to sort of, I don't care about this and robotically my feelings will go away, we got another thing coming. And that's the sort of unrealistic setup that's quick fixes and drugs and everything give us this false hope that this will this will turn around very very quickly it turns around the good news is that while it's turning around you are hardening up you are strengthening yourself you are saying i don't care how i feel i am deciding to do it this way because that's who i am now and that is the business that's the tough business it doesn't feel good for a while by the way but if you make that move, you start to harden. What you do, and please get your pen and paper out. And even if you're driving, just put that pad right on the steering wheel. You don't need to look out the window. It's, you're fine. Just put on cruise control. You're good. Get your pen and paper. This is the transition. You're going from, wait for it, right? Are you ready? Chewy lemon heads to lemon heads the way that God intended. No sé cómo decirte No sé cómo explicarte Son los que me están matando 
mis lágrimas me están secando con mi pistola y mi corazón y aquí siempre pasó la vida con la pistola Lágrimas me están secando 